I'm Simon, and a few years ago, I decided I wanted to make a change. I wanted to create a passive reoccurring income to support me and my family. Today, and a legacy for the future. For the future. Fast forward two years, and I've managed to generate over £10,000 worth of monthly passive income. All from property. I've set up the business, scaled the business, and now I've systemized the business to free up my time. So join me to find out how I've done it, how others are doing it every day, and how you can do it too. I'm Simon and welcome to another episode of the podcast and on today's show we're going to be looking at my seven secrets to direct-to-vendor rent-to-rent deals and this is widely regarded as the holy grail. Everybody wants to get direct to the landlord and I personally love being direct to the landlord. But I will say this, if you want to be big in rent to rent, you will need to learn both direct to vendor and agency deals. And if you want to know more about how to get deals through letting agents, I will put a link in the description of this podcast because a few weeks ago, I did an episode on my seven secrets to building and getting deals through letting agents. So I'll put that in the description of this episode and check that out. But today we're going to be focusing on direct-to-vendor deals. And look, the reason this is so important is because when certain agents don't want to work with you or when you, you know, you're working with tighter margins and you need a bit more flexibility, being direct to the landlord can be that sort of extra bang for your buck. It can make things easier. My first deal was direct-to-vendor and it can just make the communication channels a little bit smoother, and you can focus on solving the problem direct. I sometimes find the communication channels can be a little bit blurred when you have a middleman, and you really rely on building rapport and relationships with agents in order to make sure that you can still serve the landlord. So tonight I'm going to be talking about seven secrets which will help you do more deals with landlords direct. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Number one, more FaceTime, more output. That means if you want more deals with landlords, then you're going to have to meet more, which means you've got to do more output, more outflow. So that's networking, that's finding ways to generate leads, that's, you know, social media is a great way of doing this, that's word of mouth, that's being a pillar of your local property market and understanding what's what, who's who. So I really, really, I really, really recommend join local Facebook groups, you know, speak to other landlords and property people in your area, even if it would seem like there may be a conflict of interest or they are competitors because you only need one relationship and it can make all the difference. Number two, you've got to listen and actually care. 
If you go into these conversations with landlords focusing on the deal, focusing on your figures, focusing on things that are not beneficial to the landlord, you're going to lose rapport and alienate them and you will ultimately lose the deal. So when you go in and get in these opportunities with the landlords, listen 90% of the time, wait, ask for clarification, repeat it back to them and then only then do you then present your solution. And that brings me perfectly on to number three. You've got to find a way to be a problem solver in property and in rent to rent. So I've got landlords that are in America, Australia, and their biggest problem is that they're not local to keep an eye, to keep a watch out on their property. They need somebody they can trust. They need somebody that can communicate with them. They need somebody who's going to take on all the responsibility. And that's a problem, a big problem, a massive problem that I've solved for those landlords. You know, on the other hand, I've got some landlords and their main problem is they've just not got the time. They could be around the corner, but they've got young families, big businesses or big jobs, and they're unable to allocate the necessary level of time. You know, they say sort of wealthy people value time versus money because time is the only thing you can't buy. So that can be a massive problem that you can solve, but you've got to get out of your own head and find out what that problem is and if you can solve it. Now, here's an interesting one. If somebody hasn't got a problem, if there's no pain, if there's no motivation, then it doesn't matter how good your pitch is, doesn't matter how good your service is, they've got no need for it. So recognize when there's no problem and it's not for you and don't take it personally. Number four, focus on building relationships, not the deal itself. So I actively go on some viewings where I know the property is not going to work, but I just want to meet, build. And on occasion, I've done that and turns out they've got seven other properties that could be more suitable. So don't get too wrapped up in the deal and get out there. That's key. Number five, make sure you have your agreement ready to go. I speak to so many people and they're like, oh, I'm just going to deal with the agreement once I've got a deal. There's no point in me wasting the time and money. Uh -uh. That is not a good move. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Two things. The first thing is you need to understand your agreement so that you can communicate the parameters of your offering to the landlord. That was quite wordy, but it's key. And the second thing is when you do get that window of opportunity, you're going to need to strike quickly. So you just want to be focused on negotiating the right terms. You don't want to have to get your head around a brand new agreement. You don't want to have to do it. So honestly, there's certain things you can wing. I say this all the time. You can't wing the agreements. So if you want to get direct to vendor, I actually personally take a copy of my agreement to every landlord meeting and I leave it with them and say, this is what we'll use if we decide to work together. They take it home and read it. They come back. They know I'm serious. If they've got any issues, they ask. And then I fine tune it. 
By the way, in terms of agreements, if you do need any help, drop me a line on Instagram. Simon Smith Online is my handle and I'll try and signpost you and point you in the right direction. Number six, networking. And I touched on this earlier, but I need to stress it more. You've got to network. I say it to my mentees all the time. I can teach and show you all the theory and demonstrate all the scripts and exactly how you do it, but you need to become well-known and you need to tell everybody what you're doing. And it's when they do that that they come across the deals. I've got um, a mentee who we set him up and we was trying to get deals and then he spoke to somebody at work and turns out they had a property. That was his first deal, a six bed that earns him over a grand a month. I've got another mentee who we set her up and she's got kids. She took them to school and in the playground, you know, she must have had a conversation with another mum. Turns out the mum is a bit of a serial HMO investor and she's passed her two deals and potentially a third. So networking, talking, telling everybody what you do is key. And last but not least, seven. And this is key in all deals. I mentioned this in terms of the letting agents. When somebody does give you a shot, you have to follow through. I can't stress this enough. Credibility in this game is everything. You can't afford to break your promises, to break your word. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. Overpromise and then overdeliver. And once people start to know you as somebody that delivers, they trust you and they will recommend you. They will give you five-star reviews and it will be the sort of, it will be the essence, the key essence of your business. So seven secrets to direct-to-vendor, rent-to-rent deals. Number one, more FaceTime. You've got to get in front of landlords. Number two, when you do get in front of them, listen and actually care. And if you don't care, then maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Number three, then solve the problem. Number four, focus on building relationships, not the deal itself. The deal and the numbers should be the last thing on your mind, particularly at the beginning. Number five, make sure you have your agreement ready to go. Six, network, network, network. Tell everybody what you do. You'll be surprised who has a property and who has money. I say this in terms of investment. Tell people what you're doing. Great way of attracting network in, um, excuse me, great way of attracting properties, potential investors, clients, you name it. And last but not least, number seven, do as you say, make sure you follow through. So that's it from me. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you like content like this, please subscribe drop us a review. I appreciate every single one of you, all the support. It's amazing. And remember, don't wait 25 years, get creative. Thanks for listening. For more information, check out simonsmithonline.com. See you next time.